You're listening to the Rotten Gems Podcast. The show where three dudes talk about movies we love. And that critics thought should go ninja, go ninja, go. Now let's get rotten. If you're still listening, whether it's on purpose or you showed up to some weird job interview at a junkyard where there's a bunch of people that look like they belong in the movie The Warriors and they're all just uh, in line about to beat the crap out of each other and you decided this is a little much for me. But on your way out, uh, as someone was getting kicked, you noticed that they dropped their phone and on their phone they happened to be listening to Rotten Gems. So you decided to give us a go. Well, we thank you. And who exactly is we? Well, let me introduce you to my co-hosts. Yeah, I'm John, and I lead. I'm Brett, and I do machines. I'm Marcus. I'm cool, but rude. I'm Keenan. I'm a party dude. And we are your Rotten Gems crew. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. If you haven't guessed it already, today we are here talking about, well, one of them, but which one? Uh, specifically, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 the secret of out you. of the shadows what? <laughs> <laughs> yes that was the one god damn oh no which to this day i will argue to my grave is the best ninja turtles movie how dare you no that one's awful keenan <laughs> stop showing it to me uh arguably the best in the original trilogy um we had to choose this one for multiple reasons we'll get into. But yes, this was the 1991 smash hit PG-rated Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 Secret of the Youths. Um, and I think it's important to know why we're talking about this today. Because what qualifications does a movie have to have for us to be talking about it, fellas? It's got to be rotten. It's got to be rotten. So how rotten do you think it is? If you haven't looked it up, let's go, John. John, how rotten do you think this movie is? What do you think critics scored it? Oh, man. Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten. Let's see. I would think it scored a 40 Okay. for rotten. You're pretty, you're pretty close. You're pretty close. Anyone else have any guesses? I mean, I'm sure you already know it. You looked it. <laughs> I haven't looked it up, too, by the way. I haven't looked it I up. I figured you hadn't. Yeah. I figured you hadn't. 41 and $1. Ooh, <laughs> Price is Right rules. You lose even more because it was scored 35%. Oh, I was going to say 34 and a dollar. Oh, okay. Well, 30, so good that, thing you didn't get to play I win, all. right? Yeah. 34 and a dollar. So wouldn't that just be 35? <laughs> oh, well, then it's dead on. <laughs> what? I'm just curious in your mind if 34 wasn't $34, what was it? Uh, but yes, that's 35% on Rotten Tomatoes by critics, uh, 67% by fans, and a 6 out of 10 on IMDb out of 54,000 reviews. That is 6 giant dandelions six pre-fight donuts or six sausage nunchucks with which to do a little chucking every now and then out of 10. So uh, before we continue talking about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 Secret of the U's starring Paige Turco, David Warner, and Ernie Reyes Jr., um, we would like to give you a little spoiler warning. 
we are about to talk about this movie in depth. There will be spoilers. So if you didn't want to be spoiled on a now 30-year-old movie, pause, oh go watch it, and come back. Yeah, it, it just kind of hit me. We're old, yeah. guys. <laughs> but enjoy the movie for everybody that's pausing. It's a great one. And they're back. So hopefully you paused it and you have watched it, and it's good to see you. Let's pick up right where we left off. Guys, before we jump right in, I want to know, what were your initial thoughts going into this movie? Did you think, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to this? Did you think you were going to hate it? Let's go around the room here. Keenan, what, what do you got? What was your initial thoughts? All right. So, I mean, we talked about this before a little bit, but I did not remember that this movie was this movie. <laughs> I thought 90% of what happened to this movie was actually in the first Ninja Turtles. Uh, so I, I don't even think I remembered what happened in this movie until I rewatched it today. Uh, I, I honestly expected to go in and not enjoy the movie. And I was right. 100%. Right. <laughs> oh, thank God. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I'm going to jump in here and I'm going to say that I was so worried when I was watching this movie. I was like, man, I'm going to be the odd man out. This is not fun to watch. <laughs> I literally took a note here. And it said, I'm at the junkyard fight. I hate you guys. <laughs> is this a rotten Jeb's first? Oh my god. John, what about you? What is you what was your initial reaction when you went to go start this movie? Oh man, like I I was going in thinking that, man, I, I love these movies. Like I could remember all of these movies, except kind of for this one. I was with Keenan too, where everything that happened, I kind of thought this was part of that first one. Uh so I went in and be like, man, I'm going to love this movie. It was great. Like it was old, but it's still a good movie. And then you watch it and you're just, <laughs> you just, you just get blown away so many times where if you're watching it with somebody, it's almost even better. Cause you're like, that really just happened that way. <laughs> like did that robber in the beginning just literally lift up his mask right away when somebody comes in, when you're breaking in, you're like, Oh, Why does we'll that happen that. that way? But yeah, it was. It, Why are you even wearing yeah, that? It was. It was very shocking, and I thought it was going to be a stand about the movie, but you just can't. You 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 just can't. <laughs> it hurt. Very thorough, guys. I guess for the first time here, this this is new. Um, yeah, I'm the odd man out. I was actually really excited to watch this again. <laughs> I mentioned it on previous episodes, but growing up, I had maybe like, I don't know, five or six like VHS tapes to my name that, you know, as a, as a young kid with, uh, that had a family TV, no cable, you have five or six things to watch. And this was one of them. So I've seen this movie probably more times than I can count. And, uh, it's been a while. So I was, I was happy to go into it again, but I guess, (laughs) This is going to change how we talk about it, but not really, because we, we still just go through this from start to finish. But uh, if you're listening and you uh, wanted to watch this movie again, and you have recently, let us know what you think about it. Um, but I guess with that, guys, let's let's just jump into that opening scene. Uh, it starts with everybody, uh, New Yorkers being New Yorkers, doing hey, the work thing. forget you about pizza. <laughs> just, just... Pizza and rats. I would like to go on record, you know, saying that you know I'm known for for a few things, but the number one is that uh, the, my friend group's like, oh yeah, he's the pizza guy, you know. 
I got pizza pins, pizza, you know, apparel, whatnot. Uh, I would like to blame this opening scene for my love of pizza. Because even before watching this again, I was like, man, I can't wait to watch that opening pizza scene again. Just all the cheese. Oh, so good. Especially because if you guys have ever watched the Ninja Turtle cartoons, their pizza always looks so great, right? It's phenomenal. You can't. It looks. It's perfect. Like right. they pick it out somehow. It's just dripping cheese, but it stays on the pizza until they Incredible. eat it. So it's just. It's mind blowing. Yeah. So I, I was very happy to see that this scene still held up with that. You know, everyone eating pizza, different kinds. I mean, it's all New York style, which is fine. But different kinds of people, right? That's yeah, different kinds. Of. Well, but different kinds of ways of eating it. You got, <laughs> you got some people that folded it. You got some people that did that eat giant cheese pull. You got a cop handcuffed to a guy eating it, and uh, you know, because that would happen. Um, a cop New Yorkers himself in love pizza. Only New yeah, York style. Get though. in the way of that. Pizza so, brings us peace. Uh, 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 nice. That was that was deep. Keenan. That was deep. <laughs> Um, but I did have a problem with this scene right away, and I, I just say I know we're going to have lots of problems with this movie based on your guys' initial reactions, <laughs> but uh, uh, Kino, our, our one of our protagonists, yes. is introduced. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> and he is about to go do a uh, delivery, you know, the pizza owner restaurant manager guy whatever he's like here i got another order for this o'neill woman and i couldn't help but notice that he just grabs the pizza off the top of the the thing and he just hands it to him like a book like not keeping it flat just like turns it completely <laughs> sideways the entire delivery he does that mm-hmm. that bugged me so much that pizza's everywhere yeah no respect for the pizza in this in this movie so yeah, no respect at all for that pizza. Uh, guy hands it to Kino. It's sideways. And we've seen in that previous scene how cheesy that is. So all that cheese is just caked on the side of the box. Hands it to Kino. At least Kino is nice enough to drive with it flat. Uh, but when he gets to his destination, takes it out of the box and holds it sideways. Um, hey, so... wait. You skipped <laughs> Kino's most savage line. When he's about to deliver oh, the pizza. I, I was going to talk about that later when we brought up, did this hold up? But I guess we can mention it now. Go ahead. Drop it on us, Marcus. <laughs> and he's like hitting on that girl who clearly just has no interest in him. Probably because he's a pizza delivery guy. He's also, okay. He's also like... <laughs> Now we're shaming. <laughs> He's also like five foot nothing, which is fine, but it's it's something that <laughs> it's a quality that uh, women don't find admirable, or so it has been explained to me. Just got to find the right one, short guys and pizza, and he's in. That's all, that's all he needs. But Go then ahead. she tells him to dream on, dweeb, which is kind of rude. Very nice you know. insult. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Would you say rude or crude? <laughs> I couldn't tell, actually. Yeah, <laughs> couldn't tell. <laughs> well, actually, hers was rude. His is kind of crude when <laughs> he says, "Yeah, I'll be dreaming of something thinner." Oof, jeez, <laughs> that thing I, I cracked com- me <laughs> up. Yeah, I completely forgot about that. As a kid, though, oh, you know, I was like, <laughs> "Got him." <Yeah. laughs> As an adult now, I'm like, "Oh." I mean, <laughs> she kind of deserved it. She could have not been. 
mean, I so guess. rude. There, there fair, ways. This isn't the first time, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. He's probably yeah. in front of the place all the time, and he's constantly trying. That's fair. I mean, for all we know, that this could have happened every single night, and she just finally like is like, no. And it took him that long to think of something. Right. <laughs> yeah, because we know Miss O'Neill orders a lot of pizza. Speaking of that, fast forwarding here back to where we were of uh, Kino arriving to where he's going to deliver the pizza. Um, Kino doesn't make it uh, to April O'Neill's apartment because there's some commotion going on um, in this underground mall or something. I don't know. He like goes downstairs to what looks like a mall. But one thing I, I like specifically wanted to look out for here is there's you know, vans getting loaded up with merchandise that the, the foot was stealing here. And I was like, oh, man, let's see, let's see what peak technology was in, in 1991. So if you were to look at the contents of some of the boxes being loaded onto the vans, right away, you know that this was top-of-the-line stuff because they had 19-inch color TVs. Woo! I mean, I mean talk about falling, falling back then, yep. Yeah. One thing though, um, I, I, I guess, I don't know if I misunderstood what this is or if this is just another terminology for it, but there was a box and it was labeled literally word for word, special TV microwave computer. What does that even mean? I don't know what it means, but it sounds like it needs to exist. (laughs) Would that have existed if the foot didn't steal it for themselves? Dang, that was prototype technology. TMNT is in the Back to the Future universe confirmed. This movie sucks even more. Than <laughs> <I like this. laughs> uh, so yeah, then we see um, Kino uh, stopping a robbery, and you know, good old burglars here are very very smart, wearing their uh, pantyhose masks, looking like true PS2 Grand Theft Auto characters. But one of them does what now? What was that? He just lifts up his mask right away. He's like, hey, somebody's catching us. Let me lift up my mask, see who it is, and ask him what's up. <laughs> Let me identify myself. <laughs> just right away. Just, hey, guys, plus, what what do you want? Plus, Kino's first <laughs> like instinct was to say, you're under arrest. So as far as that guy knows, he's a cop. Turning around, it's a cop. Yeah. Do you think he was night security? <laughs> I don't know. Ah, I was hoping another one of you wrote down that line. Yeah, well, actually, he was pizza delivery. Uh... You guys suck. I hate you. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna. Hey, I might. I might have fallen asleep at that point. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. First here. five minutes. <laughs> I did not write a lot of notes. Because I think I started zoning out a lot on this movie. <laughs> you were just enjoying it the whole time. Got it. All right. Yeah. Well, I guess uh, it's good time to mention, you know, this is the first time we see uh, uh, it's revealed Kino's martial arts chops here. Um, fun fact, Ernie Reyes Jr., who plays Kino, was actually Donatello's fight double in the first TMNT. And the producers actually liked him so much that they just created this role of Kino for him. Uh, in the second one. So they had actually a lot of complaints with the first movie in that it was too violent. They wanted it toned down a little bit. And uh, this is one of only two. Yeah, this is only one of two TMNT movies ever that does not have Casey Jones in it. 
because they deemed Casey Jones too violent. So they actually put Kino, they created Kino and put him in, in this spot. This is the only piece in the TMNT universe where Kino exists, which I did not know. And, You're building uh, a case for my point. Mm-hmm. It's terrible. Well, it, it, uh, it just <laughs> all Casey supports Jones. it. <laughs> they barely use weapons in this movie. You can't... <laughs> They don't even use weapons, really. It's just the bow staff. That's all you. That's all they use. It's just that was wooden stick. Yeah, <laughs> that was part of the reason because because of the complaints of the violence, they they like they rarely used it. I think I think Raphael caught a piece of pizza on his side. Oh, that's that was true. The most, that was the most action. That and uh, uh, Leonardo uses his swords. He like sticks them up into the ceiling and uses them to like kick with i think yeah that's and true that's in it. the first scene which to uh, me physics nightmare you yeah just grab the swords and they pull right back <laughs> out that was another thing non-barb swords just stuck into a drywall roof <laughs> drywall holding this heavy turtle up <laughs> oh man speaking of the turtles this is where we did first see them and similar to mortal Kombat, my first thought was hey these actually these actually look pretty good, you know, because it's not—it wasn't a CGI thing. It didn't have the reptile effect. Um, you know, we we have Jim Henson's studio here to thank for that. But I don't know. What are you guys' thoughts on the turtles themselves, not the movie? Don't tell me you hate them. <laughs> the turtles looked amazing. That was one thing that I, I thought when I first saw them. Jim, Jim Henson knows his shit. Uh, but the movie sucks. Wow! Wow! <laughs> wow. I will say though that in the original, the the first TMNT in the ninety in the nineteen ninety film, the turtles' facial expressions were all like cable operated. They had motors and stuff housed in the shell. Uh, but in this movie, uh, they had a big, much bigger budget, and the animatronics were smaller and lighter, and actually built into the face itself, which was pretty apparent because I think you could definitely see the emotion being conveyed on a turtle's face. I thought, you know, so I I was very much. Uh, pleased with the, the turtles themselves but then we cut back to april's house after this little thing and that's where we're introduced to our other favorite animatronic here well one of them and that is master splinter <laughs> so uh sammy was actually in here watching this part of the movie with me and <laughs> i'll be honest splinter came on the screen and both of us together in unison went ew <laughs> <laughs> they made him look really good like he's i'm sorry it's that the you to me makes me think of people that because he really looks like a rat i mean like he has, yeah and his <laughs> eyeballs are creepy like it's just but i think they did him really well and, and the, the turtles as well but he's harder right that the turtles are pretty simple if you think about their design and how they look compared to splinter so i actually think they did him well one thing I was disappointed about in this movie is that out of all like the cool suits they had in this movie, there wasn't one with four arms where they could have oh, two get out people of here. <laughs> <laughs> controlling it with somebody on another person's shoulders. Uh, I, I think, I think we could have really used that. In I mean, this movie. for all we know, it could have been two people in the turtle suit. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> One operating the arms and one the legs. What movie was it? I, I I know there was a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie where like actors almost died in those suits. It's probably uh, the I first one. Called... Yeah. So the Five Nights at Freddy's. 
Five. <laughs> <laughs> the a, the actress who played April in the first movie, uh, Judith Hogue, um, she did not reprise her role in the second one. And reading up on it, it was basically like a lot of people had complained that the stunt stunt doubles were like treated very poorly. Um, I didn't look too much into the the poor conditions and she, she backed that up. She's like, no, they absolutely were. I agree. And I guess that left like a bad taste in the director's mouth and they didn't invite her back. So instead we got Paige Turco, which I thought was, she was great. This was actually her first movie acting role. She'd been in a soap opera before this. And um, so this was like her breakout role. I've seen her in many things since then, but to me, she's she was always April O'Neil. I'm gonna be honest. I don't. I didn't remember half of the stuff in this movie. Uh, it threw me off that I I remember the first April O'Neil. Me too. Uh, so it, it threw me off when I saw her, and then um, like I remember bits and pieces of this movie, like the fights and like that clown going back and forth, but. There's so much of this movie. I was like, I don't know if I've ever seen it. <laughs> to be fair, I just watched the movie and I don't remember 90% of what happened in that movie. You guys are just hating on this. Big today. <laughs> it's just, it, uh, it doesn't have a lot of moments that, that stand out. It's like one thing that stands out for kind of a I, bad reason. But, that's fair. I, I will yeah. say if I watch this, purely as a new watcher and not a nostalgia i probably wouldn't like it and since i'm getting that most of you didn't remember this like i was quoting um, i was quoting the lines as they were saying them without still having seen this movie for a decade or two so i get i guess maybe i wouldn't like it one thing i will say got really old really quick throughout this whole movie is there's four turtles right four personalities every single thing that happens we got four reactions to to see how each of them would react. <laughs> Excellent, Cowabunga! Bummer. <laughs> I don't remember what. Pia. <laughs> so, like, I don't know that that got old really quick. Uh, but like, they didn't they didn't necessarily they weren't all interchangeable. So, like, one character would usually stay true to their their quirks, I guess. So that that was nice, but. I don't know. I guess I'm the, only, I'm the odd man out here. An um, interesting thing about the characters too. When I was looking up the reviews for this on the guy that I was reading, that was something that he mentioned is that they're all the same except for basically the weapons Raphael. that they use. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, but so hold on, hold on. Um, and so they're in this movie because they don't really use their weapons and things like that. Like, they have to be those catchphrases and what they say. And so it's, it's kind of interesting how that some people, that's how some people interpret it is that they're all the same character basically, except for just these one blinders. Okay. But they also have different color bandanas. True. So there's that. <laughs> oh, right. I think I might be coming around on the movie and I'm no, still sucks. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, advancing along, we are we are reintroduced to Master Shredder, and I say reintroduced because he was a very prominent villain in the first movie. Um, so then we see uh, Master Shredder return to uh, claim his rightful throne as the leader of the foot, the hand, the appendage. What's up with what's up with ninja clans being named after body parts? Um, I think 
Now, I didn't look this up, but I, I think that when they made the foot in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, I think they purposely called it the foot to uh, kind of parody the hand, from Marvel. which is what uh, Daredevil, right? Yeah. So and... I, I that's why they named it the foot. All right, all right hear me out. But, you know, just I need your honest opinions here, guys. Petition to start a new clan. And we'll be called the Dongs. Oh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> All right, Marcus is off board. We're going to be too powerful. They're never going to let us start up. One might say we'll get too hard. Yeah, too hard. <laughs> can, can we talk about as well when Shredder came back, that scene? Yeah. Like, why did that, why, why was that garbage just foggy? Like, ever, it just. It, it just looks like had this this little this layer was it was it steam from the garbage? It was just like it was a very interesting scene. Have you ever have you ever heard the phrase "hot garbage"? Forget about it. But then when he it just slowly fades away. Like all right, now you can see the garbage because there's a hand coming out of it. Which, which, why, why does that happen? Why is that a trope? Like, if, yeah. if I'm buried under shit, you know, it's the first thing <sighs> coming up, my head, yeah, so I can breathe. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, my hands out. I can breathe. Yeah. And you hold your hand there for a while too. So <sighs> for dramatic effect. Yeah. So, how long is this movie supposed to take place after the first movie? Because I think they said like six months or something, didn't they? He's just chilling in trash for six months. <laughs> I think that, I, I mean, I don't remember that for sure because I mean, I'm not like Brett where I can quote this this movie line by line. Like, I think three is one of the best out of the series, not not this one. But I thought three was the best. Whoa. Oh no, I said one of the best. It's definitely better than this one. Number one is the best. Um, wow. But hot take. Yeah, from John who leads. Uh, I just I think they said six months. Kino, I mean Keenan. Oh, I'm sorry, Keenan. <laughs> I guess. I guess. Let me ask a question. Let me ask a question for the two parents here. If you had six months to just kind of chill and not do anything, wouldn't you take it? Not in a junkyard. <laughs> in steamy, apparently garbage, in the middle of the night. Maybe he wasn't just chilling in garbage. Maybe like at night, that's just where he went back to bed. Yeah. He just come back to it. Lay down. Uh, I gotta reach my <laughs> Yeah, and that explains his hand because he's stretching. I mean, I, I gotta think that the events that led him to the dump, me, it's he lost everything, right? So, have you seen how crazy expensive rent is in New York? Like, <laughs> they have rent control even in dumpsters and junkyards. Rent, rent control. I, I read that he wasn't supposed to be the villain in this one too. I heard originally it was supposed to be just a completely new villain but the the studio wanted to bring him back so they did that as a late rating hmm. interesting get some draw yeah so moving on that's where this is where we first are introduced to tgri uh techno global research industries which is actually changed from the comic um originally the source of the ooze was aliens and it, it was actually techno cosmic research institute they decided to scrap that altogether. And uh, here we're introduced to the the giant dandelions and uh, the potential that they hold. And I just got to ask, 
this ooze, right? So it makes things giant. And we've seen, you know, people drink it. It'd be poured on things. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about that. But what if you poured it on, like, a specific body part? Just, <laughs> just, just spitballing here. What do, you, what do you guys think would happen? It would grow uh, sharp teeth. <laughs> okay, and so one ego. in the pro column. And my ego grew three sizes that day. <laughs> um, ponder that, listener. What do you what do you think would happen if you poured TGRI ooze on yourself in in control areas? Right. Also, us. legally, we are not recommending yes. that. Do not do that. I but mean, if you do, write us. <laughs> We, we will only take responsibility if this if it was successful and it ended up in your favor. But so here we got a little bit of backstory, you know, and um, so then you know it 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 cuts to the uh, the boys watching this this TGRI broadcast, you know, on on TV and Master Splinter, you know, he is very adamant, you know, we're, we're watching this. Raphael wanted to change the channel because he's an impatient little punk ass bitch. But facts. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Easy. Uh, um, so, Master Splinter sees the the re- the reveal of TGRI, and then he goes and ponders. Right. So at this point, the boys come back, and they're like, "Where's Where's Master Splinter?" And this actually was my favorite uh, part of the whole movie, and. Uh, the, April gets home and the boys are trying to surprise clean her entire apartment, and she's she asks she inquires about the location of Master Splinter and the, um I can't remember which one of them was was that answered, I think it was either Leo or Donnie and they're like oh he's been up on the roof ever, ever since he saw your report, and she goes really doing what and then Master Splinter cuts to him and he goes coming <laughs> <laughs> to a decision. <laughs> I'm like, why such a long pause? You know why. You do you, Master Splinter. Where did that ooze really come from? Uh, but I, I, I literally, I, I laughed so hard during that scene. I, I rewound it, watched it like two more times. Great. I totally not something I picked up on as a child. Thankfully, Master Splinter and Raiden. We're sensing a theme here on this show. But is this the scene that uh, he takes the vial and puts the pieces together? Yes. And he's just like, Correct. I know where we came from now. <laughs> he hasn't done that. It easily goes right back together and the letters line up. I would assume that this company is publicly traded. He couldn't See, figure this out. I'm, I'm actually really glad you brought this up because I had the same thought. I'm like, you, you've known these initials forever. But then I thought... Can Master Splinter use a computer? Do they have the internet? It's 1991. New York Stock Exchange. That's newspapers. That's fair. Master Splinter does have. The yeah, he's got to be able. I mean, he does. He is all about stay down below. You know, we hear that a lot in this movie. Uh, well, he knows. Yeah, exactly. Knows. Stay <laughs> down below <laughs> unless you're on the roof, and then you know, Master you're Splinter goes coming down. to a decision. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I thought the same thing. It's like, oh, so now you know. Or maybe he just wanted to share it at that point. He wanted to be like, all right, this is why I was up here coming to a decision. <laughs> Look at this file together. 
But that is still a good point, Keenan, because the second they are like, oh, yeah, this TGRI is that TGRI, it just cuts to the next scene of uh, the professor, like, emptying the, the canisters of the remaining ooze, which really inefficient. Yeah, which is really taking his time there. Uh, and it's just one guy, and he's working there at night. And then the foot breaks in um, after being instructed by Master Shredder, he told Tatsu, bring your best men. You're going on a mission tonight. And so the foot arrives at TGRI headquarters to grab the remaining ooze and are, are stopped by the turtles here. Oh, actually, no, the turtles got here first. And I just wanted to make a quick call out to my boy, Donnie, right? Donnie is so smart. They got here, and within two minutes, he was able to be like, oh, okay. They've drained all the ooze. Oh, there's one left. Oh, it should be here somewhere. And then that's when the foot arrives. All within two oh, minutes. Oh, I broke the computer. Yeah, I was going to say. And then what happened, Brett, <laughs> to your boy, called, Donnie? Yeah. He called it. What did he do? Computer skills. <laughs> listen, listen. I forget my own password, and I've gotten locked out. He didn't know the person's password. You do what you can. And he was working on, what, a, a, a Windows 91? Give the Should've boys some even... credit easier for but don't you don't you just let it go then you're like you know what this may call everybody to attention probably a bunch of foot too let's just try again password one more time let's capitalize w this time why would it call why would it call the foot you know if i get my password wrong the the thing i'm not worried about is the foot showing up i don't know the whole system (laughs) your computer is being directed (laughs) to the foot next time next time i get my but i guess donnie's not that smart (laughs) yeah he said what would happen ahead of time. He planned. He he planned a fail, and he was right. So he's the best one. That's, I'm facts. You heard it here hmm. first. Interesting. You know how they say you can fall up? Not this movie. <laughs> you can go down, Master Splinter. <laughs> anyway, so that's when the foot arrived to take this last remaining vial of ooze that we know is the last one because Donnie pointed it out, and. I, I just couldn't help but laugh because if you watched, so there was a lot of foot there, right? And there was four four turtles, and if you watch, like specifically, just watch some of those, some of the foot soldiers in the background, they had like uh, an upper deck, like a mezzanine, like a balcony or, or something, and there was just like six of them standing up there, and while the ones on the ground are fighting, you just have the the six of them standing up there, like shaking their <laughs> fists, just dancing like, up there. Yeah, it's, it's the club. And then it's like, oh, they, they got knocked down. That's our cue to jump down. And I still, you know, this it's a, this is a very goofy kids PG movie. But still, we talked about this in Mortal Kombat. But why do people fight one at a time, especially when you have the upper hand in number? I hate it. It was it was very interesting to watch. It's one th- there was a little double teaming though. You know, I can't remember what turtle it was, but. I, I, this this scene, I I almost paused it and left at that point where he jumps on the computer chair and he's he's riding the computer chair after of course yelling surfs up, <laughs> <laughs> so it, it must have been Michelangelo surfs up and he's riding it and he's defeating all these foot and who remembers what's the one thing that stops him and ruins everything. <laughs> like a broomstick. A broomstick. Just one. Like they I thought sh- that was great. They show this one scene of the sky being like, "I got this broomstick." <laughs> As there's a turtle riding a chair, kicking people in the face, and he's like, 
boop. He just puts it on the ground and then destruction. Just <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was just like, oh my god, this this scene. I just couldn't. I couldn't get it in my head. So what you're saying is, is you have a problem with the way Michelangelo was just being ridiculous. And you know what, though, I don't know if it was Michelangelo. He's I. He said surfs up, but it, I'm, yeah, but I I. I remember that scene too. I don't think it was Michelangelo. I'm gonna go ahead and blame Donatello. <laughs> I don't. I don't <laughs> remember exactly. <laughs> Donatello was just too busy hacking the system and getting shit done, so it couldn't have been him. But this Ninja Turtle is riding this chair, and then this broom sticks in the way, and it causes him to just lose all of his equilibrium and fly off and get messed up. It, I mean, it definitely could have been Raphael because Raphael is doing whatever anyone else is not because he's got to be different. Yeah, I don't see him riding a chair, though. Cowabunga, surf's up. Like. Yeah, so yeah. We, we all agree it was Michelangelo. So let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then, after that, it's when the boys back in April are found out by Kino, who just takes it upon himself to enter April's apartment, um, which is kind of weird, but I guess you have to move the plot along. And so Kino discovers the turtles and I'm, they just reveal absolutely everything to this pizza <laughs> delivery man. So then we were uh, t- turtles in a sewer and this ooze was poured on us. Um, so yeah, this is our rat. Um, but also Kino has fought with and re-met Four giant turtles, right? They speak. They they are funny. You know, they're they're intelligent. And then he sees the same thing, but in a rat. And he's like, "Nope, I'm I'm a pass out." And then he just faints immediately. Um, but shortly after this scene, that is where we have our resident professor, um, now captured by Shredder, um, pouring the ooze on some mysterious new creatures. What do you guys think those are going to be? The most vicious animals they could find. Yep. Something just diabolical. You can't tell. I mean, it's behind it's behind a bunch of garbage. Was it steaming, <laughs> right. steaming garbage? It wasn't this time, apparently. That's only for Shredder. He, he only gets the steam. So then the boys decide, you know, we got to move out of April's house. It's too dangerous. And they, they are trekking through the sewers. Um, and this scene, I remember, frustrated me so much as a kid. And I'm not even doing a bit right now, but freaking Raphael. I've had it. I'm leaving. And then he like he leaves. And literally, not even 30 seconds later is where they when they find their house. Like, you could have just literally shouted up in the sewer, hey, Raph, come back. And that would have changed the, the rest of the movie. I, I hated that. <laughs> this bugged you? Yeah, this, <laughs> yeah, this was the part. This, this is, is the only part of the movie that bugs me. Everything there, else, perfect. There's once every every Turtles movie. There's there's one time where Raph goes away. He gets his trench coat, his hat, and he goes goes off on his own. because I mean, he's kind of a little bitch. Yeah. <laughs> whoa, whoa, or, 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 whoa. I think that's not being a little bitch. That's being a tough guy. He's a tough dude. What makes him tough, would you say? Yeah. He's brave. He'll fight for what's right. He doesn't always wait <laughs> for backup, but he does it anyways. How many Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movies have you seen where that leads to a problem? 
You got to have the problem before you can find the solution. Uh, I don't know. I guess I think what we're all collectively saying here, we're all in agreement, is that Raphael is the worst. Term oh, wait, wait, let's let's <laughs> let's just talk about what I just said. <laughs> Raphael <laughs> maybe creates the problem so that they can get a solution, whereas in Donatello's case, a perfectly working computer <laughs> was the solution. Donatello came over there and created a problem. I would like. To I think end. we can all agree that Donatello is the worst Ninja Turtle. I would like to hand you a 1991 computer and tell you <laughs> to, to do it, to even just do functions on it. Donatello. I had a 1991 computer when I was a kid. <laughs> I played oh, so Oregon Trail. Got it. Oh, you were rich. Gosh. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> the one, one of the things that I remembered from this movie was how cool that uh, subway station was. And like, as a kid, I agree. I was maybe not like the secret passage, but I was pretty jealous of yeah. like, I don't know. It's just cool when they like turn on the lights and, mm-hmm. and they have that little train car. Walk around with a payphone, be able to use it still. While <laughs> yeah. while mobile mobile payphone, <laughs> they pioneered that too. Yeah. I would agree. All cell phones cool. just mobile payphones. Yeah, it was. It, that's that's a cool scene for sure. When they when they show that, like it's it's pretty cool when you're able to it, see them. My first reaction to seeing it now is like, oh wow, this actually reminds me a lot of uh, Casper when when Cat and her dad first get there, and they're like. Seeing all the dust and all the stuff on all the rooms. Yeah. Call back to earlier Rotten Gems episode. Thank you for listening. Um, From five years ago. <laughs> we don't talk about it. <laughs> there was a gas leak. It, it actually made me think of V for Vendetta, but not because of the dustiness, just because of the subway. It, wasn't there a date you're supposed to remember with? Uh, I don't know. No, November 5th. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. Remember, November fifth. November fifth. Eleven five. That's how it goes, guys. <laughs> Everyone knows that. Everyone knows it. All right, getting towards the good part of the movie, which is all of it, but continuing Woo! on the good part, we are introduced to our two baddies of the movie here: Toka and Razor. Razor. Bebop and, and, and Roxbury. Yes. So that's it's funny Rocks because Berry. Rocks Berry. <laughs> that's what <laughs> we call it. Even better. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's funny because originally the studio wanted it to be Bebop and Rocksteady, um, but the creators of TMNT, Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird, they were not in favor of it. They're like, no, we don't want that yeah. in this movie. They no, this Rocks movie Berry. sucks. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, we're gonna we're gonna keep this cinematic masterpiece as it is with two new characters. Yeah, that's definitely what they were thinking. Toka and Razor, based off of a wolf and a snapping turtle, two of the most vicious animals I can think of. Which the the whole creation of these two, it it actually added a little bit of depth for this movie, which was interesting because when you first see it, you're like, man. I know the turtles didn't have like the scientists making up this ooze for them, 
to to be able to turn into it. But you see that for Toka and Razor, and then you're like, well, that's that's a hole, right? And then they kind of explain that later on in the movie. So actually, that was a plus for this movie. And I was like, oh yeah, I forgot that they explained that later on. Yeah, they they, they were a great addition, and I really like the uh, dynamic that they they took with this movie, showing that you know single parents they're they're still strong, and, and you know Shredder was a great mom to them. So I'm 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 glad to see that that relationship was thriving. Wait, <laughs> what? Shredder, he was their mama. He, he was a terrible mama. <laughs> he let them go play. He literally wanted to kill them. <laughs> but he didn't. Without saying it too, PG-13 status. He said, yeah. for now. Yeah. Implying for us grown-ups that he's going to kill these kids. <laughs> Listen, guys, I don't know about you, but I was a little shit when I was a kid. And I'm sure my mom wanted to kill me sometimes. She didn't. <laughs> I feel like Shredder does this a couple times through the movie where he, he he's not a great leader. So there's this scene where he wants to kill him, even though they're clearly great weapons. And then also he goes and sends the guy to follow April and he comes back with the, the uh, dandelion. dandelion. And he's like, that's not what I asked for, but it'll do. But it's even better. <laughs> but I'm glad you brought that up because I, I'm in agreement. Shredder is not a good leader. He messes up so many times. Like he even acknowledges, like, yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm, I'm shit. I'm trash. So, like, he's just a guy with spikes on his outfit. What's so special about him? I'm, I'm saying this because aside from really this movie, I, I wouldn't consider myself a fan of the TMNT. Like, I, I'm not interested in the series or I watched the cartoon when I was a kid, but. It's like Transformers. I'm not. I'm not excited to go see the new. The Don't new compare <laughs> Transformers. You're right. You're right. Yeah. No, nobody would do that. Yeah. Well, nobody would do that yet. <laughs> so Shredder's like a master martial arts dojo master, so that's why he's the leader because he supposedly is the best at everything when it comes to martial arts except for the person that beats him (laughs) the rat that's interesting i didn't know his official title was master martial arts dojo master yeah that's exactly (laughs) what it is he just shortens it down to master because you know it fits easier on a a name tag yeah i mean no makes perfect sense yeah Yeah. the coolest thing about shredder in this movie is when I found out who played him. Same! And I found out it was Dr. Pierre Chang from the Lost. TV show ever. Yes. Lost. I, this is how I, we tell Brett that we're switching to a Lost podcast. Oh, hell yeah, I'll do I'm that. With it. The only problem is, is that critics love Lost. Oh. Up, up to a point. Yeah, I was like, they don't love the ending, but I do. Yeah. Oh my god! I'll fight for that ending. Oh, I'll fight anybody for that ending too. If he would have said Dharma Initiative once, Marcus would have been like, "This is the greatest movie ever." Like he's in it. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I think he did this first. So he's not the guy from Lost. He was the guy from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Two: Secret of the Use on Lost, right? I, you cut out there. I couldn't. I couldn't hear you. Brett. I, don't, I don't know what you said. I hate you. All right. 
So now we've got, uh, where's Raphael been this whole time? Well, he's he's met up with uh, Kino here, and Kino's going to go join the foot um, in, in a true uh, test of ability, you know, I guess. Um, met up, sacrifice, whatever you want to you yeah, want to call yeah. it yeah we've already established yeah. Raphael is a heartless <laughs> you know he does he d- only does what he wants the tactician <laughs> he sets up the plans in motion it, without Raphael pushing this along this movie would have been four hours long and I would have killed myself <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> No, that's that, a good point. That, He's the hero. That's that's just the writers. So we're we're getting stuck. We need to make Raphael do something stupid. Just just jump us into it with no with no planning. Yeah. So Donatello uh, Raphael gets captured while <laughs> taking. I hate you. I'm just not even acknowledging anymore. So Raphael hey, gets then, captured. And what is what does Raphael do when he's when he gets captured? Gets tied up like a little bitch. He saves Kino. Did he, or did he just do do things while Kino saved himself by using his own legs? No, Kino got in trouble because he waited. Raphael got in front of him. He was like, uh, "What do you say? Do you have like a muffler for whatever? I don't know." Seventy-seven Chevy, and he stepped in front of Kino. I think you're... to protect him. I think you're misremembering things because Kino only got in trouble because he was seen talking to a turtle. Because no. he was widely accepted at this junkyard <laughs> until he was seen talking to uh, our, our AWOL turtle here. Let's be honest. That was bound to happen anyways. Kino's not a very smart guy. <laughs> wow. Kino hate. Okay, cool. All right, cool. I see what, I see what you're all about. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so then the boys come and rescue Raphael. And this is my favorite dialogue exchange in the whole movie here and i wish that you guys wrote this down so we could do it in character but it starts with donatello going the perimeter's quiet and then leo yeah a little too quiet and then they knock out a couple foot soldiers back to donatello easily best turtle in the movie well that was easy leonardo again yeah a little too easy then they're about to go and then they find Raphael. Look, it's Raph. Yeah, a little too Raph. <laughs> Oscar winning best <laughs> screenplay. That was <laughs> even, that was even better than the Casablanca line that was in the movie as well. That, okay, that was great. Yeah, I will give Michelangelo that. This is your favorite dialogue because this probably comprises of eighty percent of the dialogue in this entire movie. <laughs> Um, no, eighty percent of the dialogue is cowabunga. <laughs> no, it's, said a hundred times. It's the, it's the words "go ninja, go ninja." Go. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. That too. Yeah. <laughs> very, very valid point. So they they chaos ensues. They they're in the junkyard, and then they find a sewer. And hey, wait, I, wait, I, wait, 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 wait. Chaos ensues. You're skipping over where. The other three Ninja Turtles also got caught. Saving Raphael, because they have to clean uh, up his mistake. Well, you made a big deal about Raphael getting captured. But uh, the other three, blah, blah, blah. They don't. <laughs> well, if you would allow me to finish my sentence, I was going to say chaos ensues. And they find a sewer. And all of them are able to escape because Donatello 
master planner came here and they they saved Raphael and they were able to. Uh, I'm pretty sure uh, uh, Splinter saved them. Yeah. Which how did they not, not see Donatello. that? How did they not see the net? How how did they not see the that giant cargo net on the ground when they were fighting around Raphael? What was the plan to kill them? All right, we caught them. <laughs> Drop them on a bunch of spikes. Um, pitchforks. Pitchforks and a shovel was a one shovel. of them. Yeah, it was just like sharpened. Wait, wait. A little closer. A little closer. I was Almost like, there. Was just, uh, that was literally the rise. Like, man, we got to get this to two hours. What can yeah. we do? Yeah. <laughs> like, like if you're little the guy closer. Yeah, if you're the guy driving the forklift, how do you? How are you not just like? Yeah, I know, I can see. <laughs> yeah, like, they make it. And that's right. That's a great point. They make it seem like that. He's like, there's like this giant thing, and he wants him in this one area of everything that's gonna kill him. And then you show it, and they're over just dirt until they're not even over. He's just like a little closer. Just I, I could go a lot faster. <laughs> no, easy, easy. Next oh, time man. you guys are in a car and someone else is driving, a little more, a little more when you're approaching a red light. No, no, I get it. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, that was that scene was very uh, cringe worthy. Would that have killed them? I, I no, shows, like, yeah. <laughs> I thought about that too. I was like, them. is that gonna? There was space in between it. It was just like they were stuck in like two feet apart. <laughs> Like I feel like at worst, maybe a shovel head's going up an ass, which is bad. Don't get me wrong, and you would leave feeling different, but probably alive. Oh, oh very alive! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> very alive. <laughs> Better than coffee, I'd say. Oh my um, gosh! But but anyway, now that we've talked about this, this is where they find the manhole that leads to the sewer, and I hated this because you have the entire foot clan chasing you and let's lead them right back to our house by by going through the sewer here now luckily who found the manhole uh would that be remember. your boy michelangelo <laughs> yeah, definitely wasn't Raphael. Out here. didn't he get like thrown out the club or something into it like he just got tossed and he lands on it and he's like oh <laughs> Yeah. the worst ninja <laughs> he <found> turtle <laughs> he found it <laughs> uh but the boys escape with the professor, and the professor seems pretty chill with with the turtles. The mad takes scientist them back, takes him back to their 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 lair, um, and I guess for story's sake, they couldn't follow the turtles because um, I don't remember. I don't know if it's Toka or Razor, but the snapping turtle gets stuck in in, in the manhole. Uh, True, and they they did they did him dirty. So did they pull him out, or was Bad Mom Shredder just like, nah, you're you're in there forever. He dies now. <laughs> he dies, yeah. He just got his feet tickled a little bit, and then yeah, we don't know. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so now we have the doctor speeding up a little bit, may, has made a, a cure, an antidote, uh, a small... Uh, uh, it was it was set to Wumbo. He needed to set it to Mini to re- reverse the Toka Razor situation. So that's when the boys decide. All right, let's let's put this 
this uh, mixed concoction in, in the pre-fight donut. April tells him, yo, you got to go to this place to fight them or they're going to basically send out Token Rezar to rampage on the city again, which they had just done for the first time. And boy, let me tell you, if that wasn't some New Yorkers act, reacting like New Yorkers in my head, I don't know, I've never been to New York, but they're Token and Rezar thrashing about on the street. I made sure I, I, I clipped this. You, you see like this old couple getting into a, a taxi and the guy says, look, Sophie, those animals are knocking down the telephone pole. What do we do if we come over here? And let them get their own cab. Pure comedic 1991 genius. I I think that everything that has to do with New York in this movie is 100% accurate. Any New Yorkers in the house? Tell us Tell us otherwise. Otherwise, we're just going to assume it, it's accurate. We're going to assume the steaming garbage and the rats <laughs> and not caring about a giant snapping turtle and apparently a wolf snapping down telephone poles. So we've reached the end scene, and that is the, the junkyard confrontation here with the boys. You know, the, the donut plan doesn't really work. They eat one, um, then they're found out. More chaos ensues, and then they're spilled into a nightclub, which apparently they didn't hear any of that, despite it being next door. That is soundproofing. Yeah. That was great. Soundproofing. And and they get thrown in there, and the crowd's immediate reaction is, dang, these guys' costumes are awesome. But was it Halloween? or Like, they had never had any mention of what time of year it was. It's just a costume party. Have you ever been on Ecstasy? I can't say that I have. <laughs> I don't think that question was running through their head. What day is it? They're just like, yeah, nightclub costumes. You know, you know how it is, right? Um, but then we see the star of the movie, Vanilla Ice. <laughs> oh yeah! Create an impromptu song, which is one of my favorite, least favorite tropes in the movie, and that's let's create a song on the fly that everybody knows the words to and the choreography for on the spot. Um, which I'm telling you though that that song, like I'll just be sometimes like doing the dishes. Yep, exactly, just busting out. Go Ninja, go Ninja, go. Fun fact, though, that this movie uh, was following the success of the first movie. And they're like, yo, we're giving you more budget. They gave them $25 million for this budget. But they had already spent most of the first movie's budget on the costumes and whatnot, which they still had. So they they put most of that budget instead for the, the film's soundtrack. And, yeah, that's why they were able to book, um, you know, such big name uh, vanilla ice known most famously for stealing something else <laughs> which i would argue that i like this song is even better than ice ice baby no oh i agree yeah yeah I this agree. might be top 10 songs all time <laughs> including uh, beatles under, elvis this top under the space song and the mortal Kombat songs right but uh, yeah, so chaos ensues again. Anybody else have anything you want to bring up about this ninja rap fight? Um, aside from just, if I was there, this would be the, the night of my life. I would never forget this. Vanilla Ice and Ninja Turtles? This is sick! <laughs> How exactly were they able to throw Shredder out a window using 
the max volume on an amplifier. Power of sound. The bass, it was an amazing scene. Just 100% scientifically accurate. (laughs) Man, those amps or those speakers are uh, more dangerous than guns. Yeah. like you need to have like a (laughs) background check just to buy them. What you actually saw was uh, Michelangelo inventing the bass drop for the first time. (laughs) And that's why tech, that's where techno was born, or dubstep, whatever dubstep. the one. Yeah, <laughs> I'm old. Um, so then, this is where the very final showdown here. We've seen Shredder tried to take a hostage, didn't really work out. Has a little stashed away vial of the ooze, and he goes off camera. And what does this crazy bastard do? He puts it in his butthole. Easiest way to think, it. Yeah, it's quickest way to the bloodstream makes it, sense. Bypass the kidney. Yeah, I'm sure he got yeah. like like annihilated instantly. <laughs> he was just uh, like, man, the the turtle and the wolf took way too long. What's a way I can speed this up? Yeah, oh, I know. And he needed to change his, you know, do a wardrobe change too. So, so yeah. I'm glad you brought that up yeah. because I was going to say, did he do a wardrobe change <laughs> or? <laughs> Did the ooze just be like, nah, <laughs> this extends to I this got costume. This. We got you. <laughs> Change like color that. and more glitter. Or no okay. glitter in this one. That's right. Jason X movie. Any of you guys seen Jason X? The one Is like, that where he's in space? <laughs> where he's in space. Yeah. And yeah, like the little nanotech infuses with his hockey mask and stuff like that. I've never even heard of this. Interesting. But I, I guess this is where I start to question this this ooze um, for its practicality, right? So the whole movie, they're they're disposing of the ooze. They're trying to get rid of it. It's bad. It has terrible implications. But couldn't you, in theory, just take some ooze, pour it on a loaf of bread? There you go. Ship that off to areas of 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 starvation. And you, you've you've turned a, a problem into a solution here, or am I reading into this too much? I think you might be reading in too much. I think that's now poisonous bread, and that's going to kill somebody. <laughs> Just cancer <laughs> everywhere. I was going to say, it's like, <laughs> is it safe to eat? Because <laughs> the the mad scientist mentioned something about like it has some ill effect to like I can't remember exactly what he says. Just but... just to famous wrestler. Just for a, a line of, uh, don't eat this at home, kids. Like, oh, yeah, you know, you don't want to do this because this bad thing will happen. So kids don't try to make their own slime at home. And I get it. The Like I said, this was a PG movie. And it actually did win the Kids' Choice Award for Best oh, Movie. So, yeah, it was Best Picture. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. Mm. Um, but, yeah, so final shred off with... Uh, Shredder Super here. Shredder. Super Shredder, played by none other than WWF at the time, wrestler Kevin Nash. Yeah. What? Yep. Did yeah. you know that? Super no, Shredder. I didn't know that. Yeah. Kevin Nash uh, was Super Shredder, much bigger, and then just in pure uh, grunt fashion, took himself out i (laughs) I know just steroid rage what was the plan there just destroy everything around me i laughed so hard during this scene because it it was so reminiscent of captain america 
when the guy throws the kid in the water and he's just like, just keep going. I can swim. And their way of winning this fight is, hey, we're turtles. We can swim. <laughs> yeah. It just... And like, couldn't Shredder swim too? Like... I know. Like, there's why couldn't a normal person just jump Shredder in that water? Shitload of metal on. <laughs> he was sinking straight to the ground. And he needs to be piled up in some garbage so he can be in the next movie. Uh, <laughs> some steamy garbage at that. But in fact, that didn't happen. And we saw his hand rise up from the ashes again, only to fall permanently. And that is the end of the shredder. Cut to That's Master nice. Splinter again, reading his stockbroker magazine, a.k.a. the newspaper, revealing that Ninja Rap is born. And that's why we are where we are today. But that is that. You guys want to play some games? Vanilla Ice is now <clears throat> renovating houses. Yeah. And you f- <laughs> forgot uh, Master Splinter's best line in the movie, too. I made a funny again. <laughs> <laughs> they had to was, put that it was in. Actually, I made another funny. There so. you go. Sorry. <laughs> don't. don't question brett's ability yeah. to quote yeah. this horrible movie don't quote Raphael's ability to mess yeah. everything up you know what we're turtles so we can survive in water let's jump in this water and survive they did he did so i guess one of the cameos in this movie going back to the the steaming garbage uh it also references this movie <laughs> <laughs> That was a little Easter egg. But at the very beginning of this movie. I guess that is a perfect segue into my question of does this movie hold up? Oh, absolutely. 100%. (laughs) Okay. Are you saying that because you're essentially watching it for the first time as an adult? I mean, I did see this movie as a kid. There were parts that I like remembered. Like the... I remember Toka and Razar, whatever they're. Do you remember names. them? Do you remember them? <laughs> Anybody that's seen this movie, that's what they remember. It's just I remember those. the coochie coochie coo thing when he's tickling his feet. Uh, like I said, the clown where he's like <laughs> pretending to be that little clown thing where he rocks back and forth. But yeah. It it didn't matter. <laughs> this movie sucks. Keenan, what 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 say you? Oh, I already said no. I I, I think I spent uh, about an hour explaining this. <laughs> do not do not go back and watch this movie. John, as an avid Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles fan, cartoon, all the stuff, it does not hold up. Just can't. Don't watch it. I as can, a uh, Oh, real quick. I can, uh, uh, what word am I looking for? I can back up John's fandom because my kids have a little, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle bathrobe that John bought for them. And I was Leonardo as a kid for Halloween costume made by my mom and sisters. Pictures incoming. So you were the second best Ninja Turtle? That's no, it's the best one with the weapons that I apparently never get to use. They're just two little things on my maybe, back. Maybe if you would have gone with the best Ninja Turtle and got a bow staff, you could have used it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I could stop Honestly, chairs. 
Leonardo and and uh, Donatello kind of <laughs> are interchangeable. Whoa, Whoa. they're brothers. Dude. Whoa, Michelangelo and Raphael are the ones that really like stick out because they actually I mean, have personalities. Okay, but if if they're I have not, a basket of fruit and one not, sucks, uh, white white toast. Right. If I have a basket of apples, right, and one of them is rotten, sure, it's going to stick out. Does that mean it's better? It is if it's a rotten gem. Damn. All right, you got me there. Check <laughs> That's me. Shoot. <laughs> and where do we end that discussion other than there? So you thought it stood out? It stood up to it, though, Brett? Oh, yeah, I guess I could talk about that since my opinion is highly weighted against. But... Um, <laughs> As far as is this a good movie, no. I no, it absolutely is not a good movie. And I, I'm being a fan of the movie, I know that for sure. It, uh, it's not a good movie at all. Is it a fun movie that I saw as a kid that I had fun watching as an adult? Yes, absolutely. Um, was it nice to take that little stroll down nostalgia lane? Uh, yes, it was. Um, did the, the the I guess the effects hold up? Um, you know, there was some clunky and, and, and silly like special effects when someone gets punched or draws a weapon or something, which whatever, that's any 90s movie. But we've already praised Jim Henson. The The turtles looked good. All the animatronics looked good. A lot of work went into that. So uh, aside from Kino's little off-color joke that I, I didn't I didn't like as an adult that I thought was maybe hilarious and some of the fighting and just being goofy all around i i think it holds up but for different reasons so do what you will with that you if you're listening you got four opinions here i am sure you're bound to agree with one of them and if you don't uh let us know let us know either way find us on instagram rotten gems but now moving on a little game we like to call seven degrees of who and it's going to be a little interesting here bringing a fourth person into this but what we try to do is we take a uh, actor or actress from the movie and connect them to a random celebrity from randomlist.com slash random celebrities. Um, so, John, I don't know if you've ever played this game, but you you know how it works. Is there a person from TMNT 2, Secret of the Ooze, you would like to start with? Oh, man. Oh, I'm going to suck at this for this actors. Um, let's go with David Warner, because I don't want to pick the obvious one, the guy I want to pick. Okay, so we'll go Was David the obvious Warner. obvious one, Ernie Ray Chow. Jr.? No, that's Lost Guy. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was going to say Kevin Nash. That would have been the easiest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Well, I, I had one for Ernie Ray Jr. only because I know one other movie he's in. <laughs> We can go David Warner. We know some other stuff he's in, right? I have no idea who that is. I mean, you do really, though. Really, John is the only one who's got to take us out of it because John, you're going to start. Okay. But uh, our random list celebrities, our number one on the list is Amanda Seyfried. Can we do this? Have we had sure. her? Have we? I don't. Uh... <laughs> I can pick a different one if we want. We might have had her. Uh... Okay, fine. I'll refresh. And it gave me Anne Hathaway. Let's do that one. Anne Hathaway. She does. So we've got... Hathaway. So we've got 
we're go we're trying to go from David Warner to Anne Hathaway alternating uh and you can only take one movie at a time. So you could start us off, John. So I'm saying for, we're starting at Anne Hathaway or we're starting yeah, at David he's, Warner? He's starting, starting at, at David, David Warner. Warner. Okay. Yeah. Titanic. With... Uh, name an actor in Titanic. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, okay, and we're trying to get back to Anne Hathaway. Titanic, Leonardo DiCaprio. Okay, strong start. Keenan, since you love this movie the most out of all of us, I think you should go next. Leonardo DiCaprio was in The Departed. With... <laughs> are, you, are you a cop? I am not a cop. <laughs> Jesus. Um, let's do Mark Wahlberg. Okay. Marky okay. Mark. Marky. Speaking of Marky Mark, Marcus Marcus, you're up. All right. Marky Mark. Hmm. I, I want to go with Transformers, but I, honestly, <laughs> on the ones that he's in, I don't think I've ever seen, so I don't know who's in them. <laughs> um. So... We'll go with Mark Wahlberg was in The Other Guys with Will Ferrell. Okay, okay. Oh, we can we can maybe do this here. Um, let's see, Will Ferrell. Dang. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go a little bit off here. Let's go. Will Ferrell was in Blades of Glory with John Heater. John Heater was in Bench Wars with uh, Nick Swartzen. Nice. Yeah, not Nick Swartz. <laughs> the You Can Do It guy. I can't remember his actual real name. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Rob uh, Schneider. Schneider. Yeah. There you go. Rob All Schneider. Right. Yeah. Are we going to Rob Schneider? Rob Schneider. Do it, Kanan. All right. Uh, so Rob Schneider was in The Hot Chick with Anna Ferris. Okay. Okay. Oh, not, Ferris. I was going for Rachel McAdams. Yeah, I was going to say, not the one I wanted you to go to, but it it, it kind of works. Um, so who are we trying to get to? Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway. Okay. Anna Ferris was in um, Take Me Home Tonight with Ooh. her ex-husband, Chris Pratt. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna open this up. We're gonna go Chris Pratt to Avengers Endgame, uh, with Sebastian Stan, and we can take it home here. Uh, <laughs> good luck. Yeah, <laughs> Sebastian Stan. Don't feel bad, John. If it's not obvious, don't feel bad. Because it's I, not I think, obvious. I for... think. Three, Three or four of us have no <laughs> idea what that's going for. Yeah, I have no idea who that it's... is. This movie was so good. I mean, he's in... I, the only other movie I can think of him in is Hot Tub Time Machine. Um, I'm going to say main actor in that one. So Sebastian Stan was in Hot Tub Time Machine with John Cusack. All right, John Cusack was in High Fidelity with Jack Black. Great, Ooh, great good movie. job. Let's make let's make a um, let's make a list. Top five, seven degrees of whatever. This is at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> we were doing so good. We've had like I know, like a couple of weeks of just like bang, bang, bang. Got it. Right. Um. Okay. 
I have the path. Think, I think hard I know the path. before you do this. Yeah. I'm not thinking at all. Recent movie. Recent. Yep. Yeah, I, I'm I'm set on the route I'm gonna go and it's it's not gonna get us there. Oh I no. I, I, I see it too. I see you it. You can too. do it. Recent movie? Yes. Jack Black. I got I got a way. <laughs> I don't know if you guys are gonna understand this way, but I have a way. Jack Black was in the new Jumanji movies. Yes. I'm yes. going to go with The Rock. Dwayne Thank Johnson. you. Yes, that was the way. And The Rock was in Get Smart with yeah, Anna yeah, That's what I was thinking. Thank you. Ugh. How many was that? Too many. But that was one, number. two, three, four. Thirteen. Okay. Yeah, not as bad. bad as I was going to say, I, I feel like we've done worse. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we've done worse. Like one of our first ones had to be, right? Okay, so we have a little bit of a problem here, fellas. Normally at this juncture, we like to play a little game called Bed, Wed, Behead. But you see there's four of us. So are we going to add another adjective or are we still going to stick to Bed, Wed, Behead and just maybe assign two of those roles to one? Wait, what? Oh, uh, No, we'll just... Just the third. I'll, I'll bow out. I'll, I'll, I'll bow out. I'll bow out. Picking you, a already bowed out. you already bowed yeah, out. Already, I already no, bowed you already bowed out. You three already bowed out by hating this movie. So I don't want to be associated with you. No, I'm, no, I'm good. You guys you guys pick your three. But yeah. I'm still going to offer my opinion are on you gonna the three. Tell yeah. me the, the... So we pick... Each of you <laughs> are going to pick a, a person from the movie. I, one rule, no Ninja Turtles. Whoa. Like bestiality, like we're then, not cool with that. Then I, well, I, bow. I just because, <laughs> just because it's not fair to Marcus when we pick the three best Ninja Turtles and Raphael's left hanging. You know, oh. so, yeah. <laughs> All the best ones end with L. We left them out because uh, we, we're gonna <laughs> everybody. <laughs> there's enough other characters, so pick three. Each of you pick a Are character there? from. <laughs> Yeah, there's plenty. Of when I was so, watching this movie, I was thinking about this game, and I was like, oh, I can't even think of anybody. <laughs> I want to be associated. I mean, all you had to with... do was watch the movie. I have, I have the three. If you want me to just give you my three, and we just go. Yeah, give this. give me the three. All right, hold on. Let, let John. John, yeah, you John, need... you pick a movie or pick a person from the movie. From the movie we watched, Unless and I need to pick, and just pick, pick all three. one of them. Who, and do I say if I'm going to bed, no. wed, or behead this person? Not until we have all three, but pick a movie to pick a person to be added to this equation. Okay. Splinter. You furry freak. <laughs> just kidding. If you are furry, I don't understand, but I'm not don't judging. Don't me. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not uh, judging. This dude said a fuck a uh, all right. So, are you bowing out, Keen or Marcus? Keen, you gonna do two? You want me to do the two? You I mean, Marcus doesn't want to do any, so you can just give two. Yeah, go ahead. We're gonna go with Shredder, and we're gonna go with Super Shredder. Uh, yeah. What was gonna be your third? Tatsu. Is that the the, the helper of Shredder? Yeah. Okay. Which, right by here. the way, one the thing I forgot to. Sprints. One thing I forgot to mention, Tatsu 
was an act like somebody played him and then somebody else played his voice. Because all Bye. I do is. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'll be the leader anyway, now. Uh. Unless, like, Tatsu's real voice is just like, well, hey, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Master Shredder. <laughs> anyway, all right. Shredder, Super Shredder, and Splinter. Take it away. John, you jo- go first. John, you go first. You what got am a I? Bed one. You got a bed one, behead one, and, okay. and wed one. Um, well, I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bed Tatsu. <laughs> right, I mean, that, that's not obvious. That's Tatsu's not one of them. Whoever, sorry, who who did we? Oh, I'm sorry. It's Shredder, <laughs> Super Shredder. I forgot my own, so I forgot Splinter. Yeah, I completely um, forgot too. Yeah. Uh, so I will go to bed super shredder then, right? I mean, that's that's pretty obvious. <laughs> We're gonna be bottom. yeah, just power bottom. I mean <laughs> not really not really anything up there, just all energy and power. That sounds like a good time. And then I'm going to behead regular shredder. And then I'm gonna marry Splinter. All right. I I'm gonna go with John here. I'm gonna say the exact same thing. Marrying Splinter is probably for the best. Uh, and then you don't want Shredder because he's just a dick. But you do want Super Shredder because he's a super dick. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with John and for all the same reasons. I, I have literally nothing to add. Okay, I guess I'll be the odd one out here again. Shocker. I'm going to change it up and I'm going to say... I'm going to uh, marry Donatello. No, I was going to say that I will also bed Tatsu. No, um, I will bed Shredder, right? You know, he comes back from the dead. That means round two is right around the corner, right? Uh, I will I will wed Super Shredder. And the reason is because I'm definitely getting that life insurance money. And I will be ahead. <laughs> splinter because i'm not trying to like sewer rats you know like i don't know if i have the right shots for that hmm. 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 Just ignore all his training yeah. Tur- turn you into a ninja exactly, exactly. Yeah, I, 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 he's gonna try to change me well i don't know well. All right, guys, uh, coming up at the end here, we want to remind you that this movie was rated poorly on Rotten Tomatoes for reasons we can't imagine why. <laughs> None of but that. we ah. wanted to call out some of our favorite <laughs> bad reviews from critics. Uh, who wants to go first here? Uh, I'll go first. <laughs> so uh, my review is from Gene Siskel, pretty well-known critic. Uh, he wrote, I don't think my negative reaction is a case of a parent forgetting the sort of mindless entertainment that he himself enjoyed as a child. Rather, the turtle fights are more depressing than joyful. Gene, I can't agree with you more. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely spot on. (laughs) Oof. (laughs) Yep, this movie was a big oof. <laughs> Keenan, what you got? So, <clears throat> for mine, 
I couldn't bring myself to bring in a, a rotten review. So I actually changed it up last minute here. And I went with John Robinson of Santa Cruz Sentinel, who said that he liked the movie. And he said, I found myself sort of liking the turtles. And you have to admit that Cowabunga Dude is the perfect response to every question. Cowabunga no. Dude. No, it's not. It's not a proper response. That's lazy <laughs> writing. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Are you, are, you, are you shitting on a good review? This has never happened in Rotten Gems history, folks. You were wrong, sir. All right, John, what's your bad review? Well, my bad review is not from Rotten Tomatoes as well. So my bad on that. Um, I was just looking through him and very well-known name. And he probably shouldn't even watch this movie. So it's Roger Ebert, or Roger Ebert, excuse me, of the Chicago Sun hyphen times. Uh, and he, he had, if you want to read something of somebody looking too much into this movie, like thinking too much of it, read this review. I'll just read this last little part of it. Uh, that it's just, it's crazy. So today's kids are learning from the turtles that the world is a sinkhole of radioactive waste, and it's more reassuring to huddle together in sewers than take your chances competing at street level. And that that individuality is dangerous. Cowabunga. Review (laughs) over. (laughs) Did he write Cowabunga? He wrote Cowabunga. Awesome. (laughs) That is great. That is not the lessons I took from this as a kid, but I think he I think he assumes too much for the thought process of children. But I guess I'll bring it home here with a review from Ralph Novak here. And Ralph writes, uh, well, Ralph is from People Magazine, and you know the uh, you know the pinnacle of of news articles and, and reviews for the people, right? That's what hey. it means, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, Paul writes. Sexiest man alive, according to them. So, but also is Blake Shelton. So, hey, pem- Blake pem Shelton dolls. is a Cardinal fan. He's a saint. You leave him alone. Talk ill. Is he a saint or a Cardinal fan? I was like, is he a saint? Hey, you're not on his wife. Hey, you can't make those jokes. I've seen tens of minutes of a sports game, but Ralph here he says the swindle of a sequel is so dim that it looks as if it were lit by candles. And I felt like Ralph wrote this review and he, he stood back and he just like looked at it and he's like, God, I'm so fucking smart. And like went home and like jerked himself off because this review is filled with a metaphor that doesn't need to be just say you didn't like the movie, Ralph three people on this podcast didn't, they had no problem doing it. So with that, I have to say, <laughs> we'll probably Ralph. still <laughs> go home and jerk off to it. I've been doing it the whole time. <laughs> Is that what that sound was? Yes. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll wrap this up here. Um, but that was, again, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, Secret of the Ooze. Uh, got a 35% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yes, critics believe that Michael Bay's Transformers was somehow a better movie than this. I swear to God. I, I, absolutely, I absolutely agree. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> Me too. Friendship over. Sorry. It, it, it lasted as long as it could <laughs> until this Same. movie came. <laughs> but we did want to leave you with um, some words from the wise. Mr. Professor Jordan Perry, 
And that is affirmative. Yes. Yo. Right on, my man. <laughs> not really. That's not the real quote. It is, uh, do not confuse the specter of your origin with your present worth, my sons. I'm good old Master Splinter. Stay safe out there and remember Cowabunga Dudes and Raphael is the worst turtle. Boo. Join us next time when we don't leave the year 1991 and instead we visit another classic hook starring Robin Williams and Dustin Hoffman. Until then, what do we say, fellas? Don't watch this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Cowabunga! Cowabunga.